wait, 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 uh, nope. wait. Nope. Welcome to nope. the Carbotrage Podcast, oh. episode 119. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sanitsky. Hello, sir. Hi, we're starting this week with what we learned last week. Oh, okay, cool. Because I forgot to do that. All I right. actually had a very good one that I've now forgotten. Great, well I will start then. Yes. <laughs> I learned that the Fiat 124 Spider and ND Miata have 50 discrete volume steps on the steering wheel volume control, which means it is completely worthless. Because you have to sit there and hammer your steering wheel 30 times to get the volume adjusted. It doesn't just automatically go up. You could press and hold it, but it's not worth it. That's really so dumb. So there's this volume control in the center console. That's what I use. Oh, that is odd. It's terrible. Um, all right, well, I have a supplementary one because I've now completely forgotten what mine was. Um, did you know that the very first car to have electronic fuel injection was... Did I ever talk about this? No. About the Dodge? Mm-mm. No. Oh, yep. Uh, it was actually a Dodge. Uh, back in the late 50s, in 50, 1958, Whoa. for the first three months they made it. I want to see the engine computer on that bad boy. It was in front of the grill. Ooh. It was a transistor. It was non-shielded. Wow. So you'd have electronic fuel injection. You didn't talk about what happened with this vehicle, but you did not say that it was the first vehicle yes. with fuel injection. That was the very first one with, with electronic fuel injection. The mechanical before that. Yeah, Hillborn but, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. They, yeah, that was the first one electronic. And it didn't go well, because if you did not listen to that episode, whenever you drive over a high-power uh, power line, uh, it would fry your computer. And your Com- car would stall. It would stall, and you have to turn it back off, and you have to go and reset the circuit breaker, and then turn it back on, and then go. Well, at least it didn't break it forever. Yeah, it was not a, a circuit breaker instead of a fuse, I guess. That's so pretty that's neat. Odd. I had the... Uh, I have those in the fuse box for the 2002. Okay. I have no fuses. It's all circuit breakers. Circuit breakers where it's at. I don't know why you'd ever... Why do they still use fuses in cars? Like, circuit cheap. breakers... Cheap. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, so, uh, beer. You're still drinking the same beer. I am. I, I still have, have yet to refill. Early thing. Yeah. I, I need to refill. Yeah, you um, can, the, the other one in there is a stout, so it's not a good hot weather beer. No, it's that's definitely going to be a winter beer. So yeah. that's stout. That's really darkness I got up there. That's a fall beer. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, so... I actually want to talk about a different thing than normal, because okay. I'm going to move mine forward. That's fine, sure. Uh, Janice sent this to me uh, between episodes, because she's at home sick. Patreon.com forward slash carpetrage. Yes. You should actually, if you want more good content with reliable recording gear, hey, please give us more money. I, god damn it. Just give us, we need it bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at what we're having to deal with. Run That's out. fine. This is an, a $1,250 iPhone with a $200 microphone jammed in it, and it's having problems. Because you got it from work. No, I didn't. Shh. No, I didn't. Anyway, so <sighs> American Eagle uh, actually selling really cool graphic tees. Oh, no. So they, if you go there, you look at their retro and vintage collection. They've got a couple of old-school Honda racing team logos from their 1970s F1 campaign. How is this different than Blip Shift? Because it's these ones you can get whenever you want. Did you just say these ones? Sure. It's a sentence fragment. Yes, it is. It's incorrect grammar. It's not any different than blip shift um, at all, except, you know, you don't come in half when you open the bag. It was an unmarked bag. Yes. And I cut open all my mail with the scissors. It's not my fault <laughs> I put a limited edition rare E31 BMW t-shirt in the crease that was folded over and adhered, <laughs> and I sliced right on through the middle of that bad boy. I took it out, did the whole, you know, the motion where you, like, unwrinkle a t-shirt, and, and the just... bottom half fell out. And I was like, well, 
Got a crop top. <laughs> got me an E31 crop top. I threw it straight in the trash. And they made me all I'm like, you need to mark your damn bags. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? But so, all right. They've also got some other cool so ones. so salty about that. They have a C3 Corvette I don't care about. They've got an International Scout that's actually really cool. Uh, that t-shirt. The Goodyear Blimp, which is kind of cool. What'd you call me? The Goodyear Blimp. Bastard. Uh, it says Spirit of Akron, like Akron, Ohio. That's kind of cool. What about the Spirit of St. Louis? They have no, that? they don't. Oh. Uh, nothing pre-war. And it's pronounced Akron. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> they have, uh, these are the ones I care about. A Geo Tracker t-shirt, which is beyond How rad. How do you even make a Geo Tracker t-shirt? Yeah, right. Have the Geo logo and it says the Tracker logo three times below it in a gradient. It's kind of cool. That looks like a tire track. Yes. That's what it's supposed logo. to. Oh. Um, anyway, then they also have the probably the best uh, C4 Corvette t-shirt I've ever seen in my life. It's for the ZR1. ZR1s are good. Yeah, it's actually a really cool photo. These um, are all too retro for me. They have a third generation Camaro and then a great Blazer 4x4 shirt. So yeah, American Eagle actually Your stepping words, up. Great and Blazer should never be in the same sentence. So anyway, this is actually American Eagle not sucking, which is amazing. They make really good jeans. I'm actually not wearing American Eagle. I'm wearing Dr. Denim. But yeah, no, they make really good jeans. Like, I highly recommend it. Like, There's you a pro tip. American Eagle makes really good jeans, and they're yep. fairly reasonably priced on sale. Yeah, they're actually... People think of them as like equivalent to Abercrombie, and they're definitely not. They're a different thing. The chick I dated last made fun of me for wearing American Eagle jeans. Like, oh, it's such a young person's clothing company i'm like bro they're jeans it doesn't matter where they're from unless they're upholstered on the pockets with like rhinestones so this is the thing those ones are those are Thank those you. one those, ah, those just those those Thanks. are surprising those are surprisingly comfy comfy jeans they are because they're mater- maternity stretch but you look like a douche when you're wearing them but if you wear american eagle it's the same cut the same amount of elasticity yeah and they're perfectly comfortable. Yeah. And you don't rip your crotch out when we're working on your car. Boom. That's, that's the big one. That's the big deal. So you yeah, don't. When you get the sweaty legs and the jeans don't slide up as they should when you you know yeah. spread. Fucking. I crotch. I, I put some. I I finally was able to Straight rip into the jean cast. Yeah. No, I was able to rip the crotch out of American Eagle jeans, but I was trying. I was to, good at that with his shorts. I, well, I was trying to find what the what the tin what the what the limit was of him. Hundred degree day, maximum humidity. You do the splits to get into the engine bay <laughs> of a Toyota, and yeah, you'll rip the crotch out. But that's what it takes. That, like that's a pretty high bar. That's for a failure. Levi's will do that on a seventy-five degree day. In Arizona. Yeah, like on a dry seventy-five yep. degree it's day. It's a dry when heat. When, when you're when you're not sweaty, like Levi's will do that. Actually, what I'm wearing right now are Dr. Denim, and these are I don't know where I got them. They appeared in my house. And they're exactly my size. I'm wearing and a they fit very Massimo Target shorts. Shorts. Yeah, yeah they're very. Yeah, it's I too bad we don't have the video going this week. <laughs> yeah. We my, both my, just my foot is over my head right now. Yeah, like it, these are. I'm not that not that flexible. I used to be able to get my leg behind my head, but now I can't. So there you go. Anyway, yeah. wow. The Enough more, about jeans. The uh, more what you, were we talking no. about? Uh, the tracker shirts. Uh, the tracker shirts, and now we're talking about Tesla. Yeah. So Tesla. You could buy a new one. You could buy a used one from Tesla. You could buy a used one from not Tesla. Turns out, if you buy a new one, you don't get lifetime free supercharging unless you buy a performance Model 3 or a ludicrous performance S or X. However, back in the day, all of them except for the 60 had free lifetime supercharging. It was kind of a big thing. Cool. However, 
Now, if somebody trades in their old 85 or 75 Model S or X to Tesla and Tesla resells it, they disable lifetime free supercharging. So you have to pay for it. So if you buy it from Tesla. But if you if you buy it off Craigslist. You still have it. Top tip. Top tip. Do not buy a Tesla from Tesla. Yes. Unless it's a brand new performance Model 3 or a performance Model S or X. Well, to be fair, how much is it to charge supercharging? It's normally? not very much. But so it's like really, 30 cents a kilowatt hour. We're, we're really complaining about not getting free gas. Essentially. Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that like, <laughs> these had it and now won't. Yeah. But, but I mean... Like, but that was, that was kind of a big sell. Like on my car, it's old enough, barely, where it has free lifetime well, supercharging. I get why they're doing that. Well, it's probably costing them a fortune. Well, not only that, but it's also probably costing them sales. Because why get a yeah, brand new one when you can get one that's essentially the same car for a hell of a lot cheaper with lifetime free supercharging? Boom. And recently, they've also stopped uh, uh, selling their lease returns to auction. So now, if you want a used SRX... And you don't find it from a private party. SRX. SRX. Cadillac. SRX. Sorry. Oh, SRX. Yeah, oh. I'm retarded. Um, sorry, if you don't find one from a private party, you have to buy it from Tesla. There is actually a Tesla Roadster here at uh, Cars and Caves today. Uh, the oh, original one. Well, yeah, the, the new one isn't the, out yet. Yeah. So. What uh, color was it? Blue. Okay. It was very dirty. Nice. Yeah, it, it looks like something you would own. A very, All very, of my cars are dirty. So. A very, very nice car that is very, very well used with yellowing headlights. They, those are yellowing faster than my Mazda, and that's. I like the cars that have the glass headlights. Glass headlights are where it's at. Yeah, because oh, so I have to refinish my headlights in my van. The one twenty four like, is really fine. Bad. It's only got seven thousand miles on it. Yeah, well, my van needs needs that refinish. I was really noticing bad. that at Rock Falls or it's not Rock really Falls. Bad. Was the place yeah. we went to. Yeah, uh, yeah, we went to. Uh, um, Grove Creek. Grove Creek. It's really bad. We were parked next to a touring Mazda 5 auto. Yeah. And uh, I shouldn't even need to say that because we all know that touring The tourings are auto. Are auto only, and that yes. thing had, yeah, much cleaner headlights. Yeah, I just, well, mine, I've been avoiding it because I've got these like little tiny like micro cracks for my key because my van's from the high desert. It, it's from, it's a Colorado van. So it's from Southern Colorado. So it's in the high so desert. It's not rusty. Yeah. Good. So, and. But that's the thing. It's like it dried out a lot of the plastics on the outside. So yeah. if you look at the weather stripping on the outside, the uh, the scraper has mm-hmm. all these like weird little like cracks and rips cracks in and rips in it. Yeah, yeah. it's very really weird because they're exactly the shape of a fingernail. <laughs> like it's yeah. really really weird. And like I thought like this, was somebody like fucking with my man? I'm like no, it's actually that's the way it's in breaking. Is yeah. it does this weird like ripple thing? It's pretty so common. It's odd. It's but very uh, odd, yeah. But yeah, so I, I definitely need to get that sorted on my van. Perfect. Just don't buy a used Tesla Model S or X through Tesla. Yes. And speaking of not buying, yeah, you know what else people are not buying? Uh, oh, let me guess. Um, uh, Mitsubishi Lancer Evolutions. No, Nissans of any sort, apparently. Really? Uh, because they posted that they had does a, leasing count? Uh, I don't know, because they posted their uh, profits uh, for the last quarter okay, sure compared did. to last year. Yeah. Uh, and they had. A, they they had a, a a slight dip, okay. to say the like, least. What are we talking about? The down like seven percent or something like that. More. Uh, ooh, fifteen percent. More. Wait. So they <laughs> hold on. So they're down in profit more than fifteen percent yes. from when to when? This time last year versus this year. So cars are doing quarter, so well. How quarter, is more than 15%? quarter two of twenty nineteen versus quarter two of twenty eighteen? Keep going down. Twenty eight percent. More than twenty eight percent. More. 
Uh, 48%. Maya more. Keep going. 60? More. 70? More. 75? More. 80? More. 85? More. 90? More. 99? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you're down 99%. 99%. Literally. What? <laughs> Okay, I didn't think that the last ridiculous guess I was going to make was going to be the No, that, that is the actual real How answer. How do, pray, did that occur? Um, everything that could go wrong did. Okay, give me some examples. Well, Gone. Okay, yeah, Carl Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. Recalls, yes. Okay. They've had recalls because okay. it's a car company, and every car company has recalls. That's true. Um, and then you, they, they're still dealing with their own version of Dieselgate. They had diesels? Uh, because of... of Renault? No, it's because of Mitsubishi lying oh. about their fuel economy on there. Oh. Uh, on, prior to Nissan, so Nissan's dealing with the fallout from that. And then, yes, they did have their own sort of fallout. Uh, and then now they're separating from Renault. So now no. they don't have Renault money to keep them up. Um, <laughs> well, that's only fair. I mean, the Avant Time bankrupted Nissan. Yes. So why should <laughs> Nissan know bankrupt Renault? Exactly. So, Perfect. Uh, anyway, um, the answer really is make a second gen Avant time. Yeah, that's really what they should do. Yep. However, there's this other issue where they were trying to expand their market share at the expense of profit temporarily when all this stuff happened. What that? Oh, what okay. that is is that's in- industry speak for we're expanding the fleet sales big time. Yeah, I, and I, it shows Altimas and Rogues. Yeah, it, yeah. it really shows because yep. if you get into the Altima, uh, yeah, you can tell it's a direct to rental. Like yep. that is. Bad. That is a, that is a Disney movie from 2007 that went straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Aladdin Six <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. The Magic Carpet's new groove. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, but see, this is the thing: is like th- this is kind of why Nissan split from Renault because they didn't want that to happen, and now they're dealing with ramifications. But now they're on their own because Renault was trying to do that with Nissan, make sure. Nissan the cheapo brand. Yeah, uh, and Nissan historically has been the quirky sporty brand like and now they make rogues yeah like if you look even 10 years back at nissan yeah well you'll see a nissan 2009 they had the 370 370z the r35 gtr which are also still in production the exact same configuration Mm -hmm. which is another problem that's my next part but like even like fiat in north america the, the the maxima was a sporty sedan like it was a 4dsc yeah it was a four-door sports car but it was effectively the same thing as a camry mm-hmm. and it filled the same market share as a camry except they did it in a f- more fun way yeah in a way but that it had a cvt well no at that point it had automatic well back in the day yeah now it's got a cvt now it has a cvt and it's tragic yeah and now that it's it looks edgy and everything but it doesn't do anything edgy and you drive it it looks like somebody put an i8 and an ultima into a blender that's exactly what it looks like yeah Yeah. um and it doesn't just do that it's just like across the board all their stuff kind of sucks like all their suvs are five years old like every one of their suvs they did five years ago at least and well especially if you got infinity so well this is this is the shit is like they also make sedans which are automatic only so we don't care about them of course Yes, CVT, which is like the which ultimate form worse. of not even caring. Oh. Uh, but they've just redone all their sedans, mm-hmm. but not their SUVs. And the SUVs are what move. Yeah, that's what actually moves. And so... So they're sitting on Rogues. They're and... sitting on old-ass old Rogues, old-ass Muranos. Yeah, Muranos. And a, a 
brand new, really boring Maxima and a brand new, really boring Ultima. Like, nobody wants that. And then a Sentra, which I forgot existed. I can't exi- believe that's still in production. I literally forgot it existed. I can't believe that's still They made sold. a Nismo. Yeah, that was actually a pretty cool car. But that's the thing. is They made a Nismo Sentra and nobody cared about it because it was Nissan and nobody cares about the brand right now because they don't make anything good. And then the other issue is is that, yeah, they um, on top of having their cars all be stagnated, they're having a really, really big problem with branding, especially with their luxury brand. Because... Saw, or, sorry, Infinity? Infinity. Yeah. Because... Oh, yeah. Every They named everything Q. Or QX. Q or QX. Nobody knows what the hell anything is. No, and so uh, then they, the numbers don't mean anything. I know. So what is a Q50? What imagine when you hear Q fifty, what is that? I happen to know this. Well, all right, but it's say a, say you don't. It's a G thirty seven. It is a G thirty seven. But you hear that Q used to be. Notice a, how I say that it's a G thirty seven. It's not their compact sedan. No, it's a G thirty seven. It's a G thirty seven. It is. Yeah. And so what the Q was previously is yeah. Q was their highest trim level. Yeah. So. It's the Q forty five. It's the Q forty five and the Q fifty. Yeah. And the Q fifty used to be a five liter. Yeah. Q. So, so the highest something. trim level. Yeah. With the big engine. Um, but now what you get is a Q50 is now a 3.7 liter G class. It's a, it's a 3.7 liter Skyline is what it is. It's a totally yeah. normal car. Yeah. Uh, and so that, like, if you say I've got a Q50, I've got a Q80, what is the Q80? Is that 8 liter? That's the thing. <laughs> like, I don't know what any of the, it, right. no, nothing means anything with neat, I know with that the bigger number means bigger vehicle. QX means SUV. Q yeah. means sedan. And so. That's it. And so with your. With your luxury cars, yeah, that name has a lot of clout. Yeah, and what they were trying to do is like, oh, now everything's gonna be the highest trim level. No, that doesn't do anything. That just makes your highest trim level not something to be desired. Right. Like this is why Mercedes, the S five fifty, yeah, is at just the S five hundred in Europe mm-hmm. because it isn't half a liter bigger in America. Right. They just put that fifty on the end so people go, oh, cool. Although the thing is, it actually was a five point five liter. But I mean, in Europe, but the, it's, yeah, yeah. But it was like the GL four hundred. Yeah, like oh, it's the four point seven liter engine. Like yeah, four hundred. Yeah, but I mean, they added the fifty on the end of it right. as opposed to just five hundred. Right. Uh, but yeah, people do care about the number on their badge. It really means a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you're buying a luxury car, you could buy a normal car. Yeah. Like you're buying a luxury car because you want to flex on people. You want to have the cool car in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. I don't flex like, on Norris. But, uh, like, you want to flex on people. You're doing that for clout. And by having your, all of your luxury cars have the same name. Yeah. Like, that doesn't fix any, that doesn't give you any clout. Nope. Like, it's not the 1930s anymore where you could just say, I've got a Duesenberg J-Series. Mm-hmm. When then people go, oh, shit. And then it doesn't matter the rest of it. Today, you so when you have an infinity these days, you don't really know what the hell Q or QX means. Yeah, you don't like, know what the number means. No, it, it's it's like with well, like back in the day, when you would have one of those, like if you if you had like say like in the 1930s, you had a Duesenberg J series. Yeah, like you could just say, I, yeah, I drive a Duesenberg J series. That's like everybody's like, oh shit, like that's enough. I will get out of your way because yeah. I am of the poor. Yeah, like that's like saying I've got a Maybach today. Like it doesn't matter what 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 it is, yeah. But my I mean, box just a trim level on an S now. Yeah, but I mean, you know, what I mean though, it's like it doesn't matter what you have. 
Right. Like, it's one of those names I that makes... I have beat you no matter what you say. Yeah, that's a name that stops people in their tracks. I Infinity... have a Fiat S76. Infinity was delusional to think that they were like that. Because they aren't really like that. Now, right. you, it, nothing matters. Like, if you had, like... It's not an aspirational vehicle. No, it's a car for, like... Okay, cool. It's a nice Nissan. It used to be an aspirational it vehicle. Did. Yeah. Say, 2005, if you had... A little bit no, to be fair, I'm going to say 2005 because that's the rev up. That was the Raccoon Q45. That was the best year of the G35, though. 05? 05. Because you had the rev up engine, you had the slight model update and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was without a doubt the best year of the G35. Um, and at that point in time, the VQ engine was like on top of the world. It was. Everybody loved it. Yeah, 04 wasn't it great, was, but 05 was pretty good. It, and, and like at that point in time, the timing chain issue hadn't come to surface with the. Yeah, not a yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you didn't really learn about all that stuff. Like, the VQ is still considered one of the best-sounding engines of all time. Because, yeah, that was back when it was winning, like, Ward's 10 best engine. Yeah, and kind of stuff. it was a really, really cool thing. But today, you're still, you're selling effectively the same car with different tech. Yeah. And it doesn't like, really... You've tweaked it. It's a little bit of an evolution. And it's one of those things where it's like, Mercedes could do that in, 19, in the 1980s. Yeah. They could sell a 1980. 83 S class in 1989. Because it was 30 years better. Yeah, it was. 10 years ahead of time. It was way better. But really, what you're doing with now is like if Cadillac was selling a 1980 Seville in 1990, like you don't have that much better of a car. V864, new for 1994. Yeah, like no, you don't do that. Like you're not going to have a slant back Seville. Like being sold 10 years later like no. th- and that's what no. infinity's trying to do and now on top of that imagine if the slantback seville is just called the cadillac may as well be and then there you're also many submodels and then so. you're also trying to sell a fleetwood which is the big huge like the massive like just curb ending <laughs> giant apartment block of that's a for if you need to drive perpendicular to train tracks a lot Yes. That's what that car is for. That's what it's for. Without or, crossings. If every single Bentley was called a Mulsanne. Yeah. Or like, Brooklyn's. It, yeah, like you can't do that. And Infinity is needs to learn oh, that. Oh yeah, I've got a Brooklyn's 1.0. What's that? Well, it's a Mirage. Yeah, a what? With, <laughs> with Bentley back. It's like the Aston Martin Signet. Yeah. <laughs> but like, see that's the thing is, all these things together are making Nissan have a 99% drop in I still profit. can't believe that number. That's insane. It is unbelievable. That is, I honestly had to, I had to Double look at, check it. I had to give you a source in the notes so you knew I wasn't lying. Like I the, tried to act surprised about the number even though I had seen it and we had talked about it before. Like it was really, <laughs> really, really, really bad. Um, wow. Yeah, so Nissan is... So I'll be curious to see when they die. You know, to be fair, to be uh, entirely fair, Nissan, uh, everything's going wrong, but I do have faith in them because they do have entirely different leadership and they're not doing a BMW where they're just backing up on what they're doing. They don't they're, have a corporate 2.0 turbo. Yeah, and they're, they're... That's a good thing. They're switching everything around. They're doing everything different. And As long I, as they have good product in the pipeline coming soon, I'm not worried. You know, they don't at the moment, but at the same time, when you're... They're going to clean house, when, hopefully. They're, they're, they've cut... 1200 or 12,000 jobs. I'm talking about models. Yeah. Get well, rid see, of the 370Z. Refresh the GTR. Do, <sighs> not refresh, but replace. Yeah, replace the GTR. I would say replace the, G, the 370. Because they're sporty. They're, they're supposed to be sporty. 
they well, need to they need to back up on their that. Their two fifty with the three OT is really good. But it's, it's just one of those things. The way the profits are working right now is right now they are they were going a hundred miles an hour one direction. That's illegal. Yeah, and they just pulled a J turn at a hundred. Yeah, at a hundred. So yeah, that they're, dangerous. Their profitability is nine. It did go down ninety nine percent because when you do a J turn at hundred, you're not going taking a corner. They're going to stall it. Yeah, you're and gonna might roll a little bit at one mile I an hour. I think that that, yeah. that they might end up rolling. So right now they're rolling at one mile an hour in reverse stalled. But you know maybe they'll be able to you know land on their bump feet. started at one mile an hour. They'll, they'll 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 land on their wheels and be able to drive a different direction. And I think that's what they really need to do. Is you know we've been I've been saying these metaphors. Yeah, I've been saying J and C is like they need to do stuff to get people in the door. Is the 370Z needs to take a hike. That car is so bad. And like, honestly, the R35 needs to go away. It's too old. Yeah, it's getting beaten by everything now. I'll put a manual in it. Yeah, put a man Or even, realistically, like, if they don't have the money for that, like, give it a different body style. Like, yeah. drop the belt line on that. Make it more modern. Do, I mean, they could get away with a... Uh, a bodywork and lights refresh with some actual like change underneath like, the Like actually skin. change it. Like right. You can keep the you can keep the V six that's in it. Yeah, the VR thirty eight's good. The VR thirty eight is a great engine. The automatic transmission, whatever, it's fine. If as far as automatic goes, it it's is, just fine. Yeah, I mean the the updated one that it has now is, is okay it's okay. Yeah. But I mean like they, they can keep that and then they can update that, you know, take the three seventy Z, gut it Cut a thousand pounds out of it. I Base it on a tiny little twenty four hundred pound chassis like the freaking Miata. Yeah, or make, the FRS. Yeah, make a, like a FRS fighter out of that. A FR Baruzuru. Like, because you know what they you know what they could easily do is they could like it really doesn't take a whole lot to be able to make a car that can do everything a Miata does with a backseat. Yeah, it's called a GT eighty six. Yeah, with a convertible top option. Great. Yes, I don't know why they didn't do that. There were concepts that looked great. They didn't do it. Yeah, that's something there. They could easily do that. Or even just make a GT86 No, what they're going to do is they're going to take the Rogue and they're going to replace it. And it's going to be a new CUV and they're going to call it a, a 200ZX or yeah, something. it'll be a convertible. No, because I think... I, I, actually, no, because right before they did this, when they were still in their Nissan... Renault partnership, Renault did do a concept of a crossover using the nomenclature of the Fair Lady. They did. And that was one of the things that pissed off Nissan big time internally. Mm-hmm. Is they were like super down into that and Carlos Ghosn's like, oh, I want to do that. And they're like, no, let's not do that. No, that's actually going to be a no. Yeah, it's going to be a firm nope on that. So that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, I really hope that they go... Firm nope. I hope they double down the sporty thing because really they... Can, if they made, say, a sporty wagon, yeah. if they just continued the roof mm-hmm. on the Maxima, yeah. like, and they I, put a not VQ and a not CVT in I'm it. I'm sorry, so maybe if they extend the roof on the Ultima and put a manual in it, like, that could even do. Yeah. Like, you could Re- really replace do the Alltrack, which was taken away from us. Yeah. Like, with an Ultima wagon manual. There's, there's a lot of big, gaping holes in the market that are super niche that Nissan can easily fill. Yeah, that's true. Like they can And they have the technology to do it. I mean they have the technology. They they need something that draws people's eyes. Like they need something they if they do a crossover 
that's going to kill something them. that draws people's hearts, Ryan. Yeah. Well, if they if you get something that's like just a crossover, oh, and their dicks, you're you're gonna be, um, you're gonna be in flooded in a market of just other crossovers. If, if what Nissan needs is they need somebody to go, hey, we're not who we were five years ago. We are a new brand. This yeah. is the new Nissan. Reinvent. This is a four cylinder Z car. That's the difference between like American manufacturers in '76 and '81. Yes, it's a very big difference. And very, very. They're big. going through the same type of deal right now. Yeah, it's a Moise. Really. It is. This it, is this the... is a Nissan Moise, and it's <laughs> you've said it before. Yeah. Well, they you Infiniti's got that variable compression four cylinder. Yeah. Put that rear wheel drive mounted into a two door. Put the three liter twin turbo V6, and there's an option with a manual. Call it yeah. good. Give it that. Give it a stupid engine and make it like a Miata fighter. And even if the stupid engine is objectively terrible, people will go, yeah, it's got a big dumb engine. Look. Like, <laughs> right. I'm an LS swap. I call it good. Like, that, that's what they need to do is something that will... Great. It's got a big dumb engine. Like, it just put a big dumb engine in it. Just do something that gets people to go into a Nissan dealership. Because yeah. people will buy the Rogue. Don't the Rogue. Mitsubishi Nissan. People will buy the Rogue once they're in the door. But what's going to get them into that door? A cheap oh, yeah. lease deal. A cheap lease seal is what they were doing, and look where I got them. Fleet no, sales. Yeah, fleet sales. Got no profitability. So. What if they start making convertible crossovers, though? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they could like, take like they, the Murano. I don't think that they've done and they that. Could, and they could like make it a, a soft top. Because then you could do all-wheel drive, carry four people, and have a soft top. You know, the Murano does have the same suspension mounting points as a Maximo, so you can slam a... Ma- a you could call it a cross cabriolet. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then if if you put oh it's like a crossover cabriolet it's beautiful they yeah need it's to perfect make this. and then if they put the if you get somebody that buys Maxima stock suspension it'll effectively lower it and now you've got a big huge convertible and they could put two glass windows in the convertible top and have them point weird directions yeah so none of none of them right in line with the rearview mirror <laughs> screw that no nobody got time for that one but points at the spoiler and, and one, one points, points at, at the, the sky. sky yep. Perfect. Yeah, I like this. That. They should totally Nissan make something called a Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. Cross Cabriolet. Yes. Carbotrage patent pending. Yes, exactly. Anyway, enough about Nissan. We've yeah. wasted let's, twenty minutes. Let's talk about the, the death throws of a company and let's uh, let's go on to something a little more promising. And of course it's gonna be electric. Yeah. So we have heard about things in the past with Ford and their F one fifty. Right alongside the Tesla pickup rumors. But the F-150 is indeed coming as electric. Maybe not as the only option right off the bat, but there is a prototype. In fact, there are a bunch of prototypes. Ford put out an official video earlier this week of one of these electric prototypes. Did they? Is it spelled E-L-E-C-T-R-O-C? No. No, it's electric, not electroc. Okay. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. That's something Ford would I typed it do. on an airplane. Okay, as I say, that's something Ford would totally actually do. Electroc? totally yeah probably anyway it's electric i'm done anyway so <gasps> the chief engineer wait a second the wait chief a second pause en- pause, 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 pause no. i want gm to make an electric camaro and call it the electric z yes all right continue on is <laughs> your moment in autism sponsored by carbitrage uh so the chief engineer of the ford f-150 is a very very knowledgeable asian lady named something or other named something or other i did i watched the video. A, a youtube video so i did I so i watched that. this on a plane it was four in the morning i wasn't paying a lot of attention but they took this electroc prototype f-150 
And they hooked it up to a 42-car train thing with the brakes released. And they just got in it and just hammered on it. The thing pulled her real good. Took, took her 100 how, yards. How much longer was the truck when they were done? It was the same length. <laughs> it was the same length. I, I, feel, I feel like like up close in Long person. Boy. Yeah. Like, all these panel gaps are now like... It's a like centimeter the, longer. Because it's just in Africa where they yeah, put rings on their that, neck. That's in Asia. Long. Yeah, it's actually in Asia. That's in Thailand. Uh, Africa too. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the, the ring neck, yeah. Anyway, then they put 42 F-150s in the 42 car train and pulled it again, which totaled a billion pounds of weight, which is a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit above the tow rating of an F-150, and they towed it again. And I'm just like, this is the beautifully thinly veiled one-upsmanship of the Tuareg TDI jumbo jet pool. Yeah, that they did on Top with, Gear, yeah. With Ford and their F-150s. Yes. I'm like, you could do this with a, a gas, EcoBoost F-150, no problem. It'd be the same. Yeah. But they did it with the Electroc, which is what we're going to call it now. Did, yes, I like that. The, the Electroc. <laughs> God damn. And I, it's cool. It's a good video. I, I would link it, but we have none of the technology if, here, so I can't. If you ever come across a totaled Tesla, yeah. let me know. So I kind of want to get a really bad Iraqi and do an electroc. I think that would be great. Anyway, so um, I've actually got another one here about good news from a car brand. Mazda, our perennially good car brand, they might be making a Sporty 3. They're already making a Sporty 3. No, like an actual one. Like a Mazda Speed? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. I so, thought they confirmed that they were doing one. Well, this is the thing, is that they've actually trademarked the uh, name MX-30 in Europe. So it might be the name of it. Huh. Uh, and So it's rumors that they're going to make a Sporty 3. Is it going to have a 1.8 liter dual overhead cam V6? I certainly hope so. Because the picture that JNC posted was of an MX-3, <laughs> which had a 1.8 liter V6. Optional. Optional yes. one point. I've been trying to find one. I know you have. And you can't. It's very difficult. You literally... I, I looked on Guna Exchange, and there was a solitary... Uh, they used to be fairly common. Yeah, there's a solid... A, a, a solid... A, solu, a, soliti- a solitary Unos Presimo, which is the Japanese variant of it. Uh, and. And th- there's one, and it's got the four cylinder. It's automatic. It's in, yeah, it's in very cylinder. bad condition, it, and it's like I still like I, I found one of those being dolly towed down the interstate, the 1.8 V6, like less than a year ago. I pretty well one. I know. I like, thought about like trying to flag the guy down, and be like, I co-host I, wants your car. He can't afford it, but he wants. No, it. I can. I I will put my my savings towards a house into one, and then sell one of my car other cars to. It seems like a great decision. No, I'll sell one of my other cars to get the money back. But, I mean, like, just for liquidity, I would I totally do it. my lease again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, game changer! Yeah, no, I, I really, really want one. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're saying that it's going to probably be all-wheel drive. It's going to be a 2.5 liter turbo-powered uh, Mazda 3, basically. Okay, that's cool. If you put all the dots together. Um, I'm good at doing those. Uh, it usually makes a giraffe. So, also, the... Uh, they also tra- re-trademarked MX-6. Oh, that which was a be, weird car. Well, this time it's yet, supposedly, the rumors are correct, rear-wheel drive inline-six sports coupe. That'd be cool. Yes, because they make an inline-six now for that specific purpose. That's not a BMW engine. So, Toyota, shove it. Um, hey, the BMW engine's good. It doesn't have a dipstick. So? 
about this new Miles Edge remote. I bet it will. But it won't. I bet you it will, because it's bet not. Bet you a dollar it won't. Actually, I do have my hands on some press material, or on some technician material from Great. the. Bet you it won't have it in the production car. No, this is from the Toyota. So let me just go here. It's from. The Toyota one absolutely does not, but. No, they, yeah, they've got some other weird things that are going on with it. It's from uh, a secret um, leaker, uh, codenamed Schindler. Um, Schindler's leak. Schindler's leak, yes. Uh, right. Let's see. Here. Is it black and white? Oh, God. So this is a weird thing about the Supra. If you, if you have the Supra and you park it, but you don't lock the doors, yeah. it will continue to drain the battery. Huh. That seems like a firmware update's needed. Nope, that's the thing that they actually noted in that. Uh, that's odd. The computer, all the computers will stay on. I guess that's, so fine. To, that's uh, probably pretty common. Well, even if the key's not in the car. Yeah, I know, but like that's probably the difference between having like a three-month battery life and a six-month battery life. And they also have a yes. There's no dipstick available. The vehicle monitors the condition of the oil, so that's waiting to break. Yep. Um, yeah, it's fine. The tap water we put in from the factory is still really mint. No worry about the oil change, brah. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, it really sounds like Toyota made an Audi. Um, as long as you, if you buy a GR Supra, and you change the oil every seventy-five hundred miles with zero W forty or five W forty, you will be fine. Five W forty, yes. Um, zero or five, it's fine. Well, and then it's a forty. So the the sport mode will. Uh, sport mode. Yes, it will make a throaty exhaust with quote unquote pops. That's what, that's what it says. So it puts pop rocks in the car. So you need to refill your pop rocks. Um, is that like the diesel injection thing where you can like fill it up at the, the gas blue. station, like the pop rocks nozzle? Yes, that is exactly. Can you imagine it. trying to fill something up with pop rocks. Uh oh, there's water in here. Oh no, it's all gummed up. So yeah, it, it's got all these things that are going on, and it just looks like. Uh, it are we doesn't talking about the MX6 or the Supra. This is a Supra. I'm just looking through this. It, it not, did you see MA Performance got their uh, yes, it did. launch edition? I'm just not excited about the Supra as, as I was. I am. Well, I mean, it's, it's cool and all. Yes, it's a good sports car. It has a good engine. Yeah, but it's just... It's based on a good car. Yeah, it's based on it, but it also smells... A lot of manual. A lot of these things it smell... A manual. A lot of these things smell Audi-ish. It's going to have a manual, though. But it all smells like an Audi. Yeah, but it doesn't because it doesn't have the corporate two liter. It has the corporate three liter, which is a good edge. And no dipstick. Doesn't matter. They haven't had them for over ten years. And you get an exhaust with pop rocks in it. That that's maybe a worry. Yeah. But I bet you can get a pop rock delete. Yeah. It just it smells. It'll funny. be like a bung plug for it, the exhaust. It all smells really really funny to me. So this yeah, is why I'm, bung I'm plug a bung plug. I'm looking what forward to Mazda making their own inline six as God intended. And Mercedes also is making an inline six. It is the era, the rebirth, the renaissance of the inline six. I'm waiting for the eight. Me too. Yeah. There is a Packard with an inline eight. Crash test stuff? That's not going to happen. Yeah. Here there was, yeah. It was a new one. You can make an inline eight with crash testing? Your engine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you did that old tempo eight cylinder thing where you had the drive in the middle of the crankshaft. I, no, no, you can you can crash test that because the issue is with them coming through the cabin yeah. when you get to accent. You make the opposite engine mount of the engine rotation. So say the engine rotates and kicks the engine to the right. Mm-hmm. You make that left mount a little bit weaker. So when it gets into a frontal cl- uh, collision, it breaks the left before the right. It will slide the engine sideways underneath the car. I think it takes a little more than that to do that. I mean, they can definitely engineer around it, but... You can engineer around it. 
Subaru's engineered around lots of dumb things. Oh, beautiful. All you got to do is put the inline eight on its side. Look at the existence of Porsche. Yeah, that's That the is back. engineering around a problem. Yeah, that's true. The entire existence of that company is engineering around a problem. Yeah, that's they've had the same issue since inception, and they still have it. And, and they've, they, still, they've got it It now. will continue yep. to be an issue, and they're just going to continue to engineer around it. And if Porsche can do it, so can Mazda. Make Although their newest age. RSRs are mid-engined. Really? The, the engine's in front of the transaxle and the RSRs. That's dumb. Yep, it's not a real 911, it's a Cayman. There I don't like that. Well... Mazda, you can make the world a better place by engineering around a problem. Make sure it has a manual. I just want to see a car with a stupid long hood. The, you know what Nissan can do? They can make a two-liter inline eight. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Why? They need something to bring people in the door. Is it going to have that variable compression garbage on it? Sure. That's going to be the most complicated it's underpowered. A, a, a two to six liter inline Those eight. don't rev either because of that variable compression crap. Because yeah, it, it weighs so much. I know. It's a lot of rotating mass. That's the first thing I said when I looked at that. I was actually at uh, JAI and I was talking to um, a guy who was like, he worked for, mm, yeah, he actually did work for Nissan. And he was, I, I said to him, the first thing I said was, that doesn't think it's going to rev very well. I'm like, there's a lot of extra stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of crap going on there. Like, that that just looks heavy. But the smallest placement, I mean, you, you probably still get seven, seven and a half grand out of it. Well, there you go. Variable compression in line eight is what they need to make and Two get liters. people in the door. So 250 cc cylinders. I think that that will start us out with, on our top tips, unless you had anything else that you needed to, or things we learned today, unless you... Uh, we need another manufacturer to make a manual wagon for the United States. That's what you learned? Yep. Yes, that is a good place to start. Um, I still cannot remember for the life of me what I was going to tell you that I told Randy. It's beyond me. Brandy? Randy. Randy. I cannot remember. It's going to bother me. I'm going to remember when I get home. I'll probably just type it onto the Carbitrage like, Facebook page and just... <laughs> mention it there or and something. it's going to show up like several days before this episode drops. Yeah, this would be... People are going to be like, what the hell I is remember he... what that was and then it'll make sense to people later on. Cause people I'm... really in the know, they're going to get it. They're going to really... Yeah, Corey and you and are going to figure it out and yep. that'll be it. People yep. are extremely... That's all that really matters. In the know. Um, anyway, uh, Corey, did you learn anything? Nah. Yeah, Corey doesn't think. Nah, he learned he wants to learn 24. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, you did? That was pretty good. You, you did learn something very real. Mm-hmm. I would like to learn if I like the 124 more than I like the Miata. You can drive mine. Okay. I might go do that. Okay. Thanks, bye. Bye.